welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. I'm Josie Smith, a mindset and strategy coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and women who just know that they're made for more. I'm a speaker, writer, and content creator obsessed with personal growth. I'm an Enneagram 8 and a strong, sassy single mom of teens here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. Also, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. It's important to me that everyone who comes on and shares their story, their message, and their expertise has full permission to be fully who they are, to speak how they speak, and to share the content they're here to share. So nobody's going to be filtered or censored on this podcast. So if you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started because we're digging into all of it and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Today's episode is part two to the episode that came out yesterday, which was the conversation where I brought my two younger sisters and my mom together, and we just had a blast. We answered questions about each other. We talked about fun memories, and just we just made each other laugh, and we just had so much fun. But if you haven't listened to yesterday's conversation yet, to part one, um, go back and listen to that one first. I'll leave a link in the show notes, and then come back to this one. And again, like I told you yesterday, Anything that they tell you to DM me about during the course of this conversation, please just don't. I have a memory. Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, what's your favorite family memory? I have a lot of favorite family memories also. So I was just trying to, like, think of a moment. And I remember a moment when we were kids and we were walking up to five o'clock mass on a Saturday at St. Bernard's. And let me tell you, church was never my happy place, (laughs) but I remember walking up as a family and we, I don't remember anybody talking, but we were all there and it was like the golden hour sunset, the way the light glowed, temperature was perfect. And I just remember thinking, I'm going to remember this moment forever. So that's one of mine. What's yours? Wyoming. (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking about favorites or worst? I don't know that it's like the favorite memory, but it's really fun to like recall. (laughs) Yeah. One of those times where it's like, wow, that was awful. And now you just laugh about it. It was the family vacation where I sprayed Teresa with ketchup in a restaurant. (laughs) But I think we have to preface this by like, Josie was an uber bitch before all of this. Yeah, she was like, what, 15? Well, she was. She really was. Don't defend It was a horrible vacation. She was so angry. Yeah, and I had anxiety, so I had tummy issues happening. 
So we were trying to go to like rodeos and I wasn't feeling good. Josie was mad at the world and me especially. And then at one point she almost walked in the street and mom put her hand out to stop Josie because the car was coming and Josie like threw mom's hand and then mom's feelings were hurt. And then uh, we went and we got dinner and then this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Mom wants to go back to Wyoming. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. Old Faithful is not that cool. <laughs> it was not worth it. It really isn't. No. I was disappointed because yeah. we had to wait 40 minutes. Well, there goes your Old Faithful advertisement. <laughs> they won't be and you're not and getting then it went there. And it was just like a fireman hopes, you yeah. know? Which we're used to because when you grow up where we did, we played when they opened up the fire hydrants. <laughs> <laughs> We did not, but sometimes mom tried to fix the toilets. And it was a similar effect. Oh, yeah, she did. That happened. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry, the toilet keeps running. Can you fix it? Joan, I'm sleeping. Here, I'll be mom and you be dad. Okay. But I already did all the parts. Yeah, so I have nothing else to okay. do except for snore. <laughs> <laughs> so then mom goes in to open the, the tank to try to resolve the issue. Next thing you know, I don't know. What did you do, Mom? She pulled the little hose out, the little hose that feeds the water back into the tank. She pulled it out, and then it was, like, upright. And so the water was, like, shooting out like a fountain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then he got out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) He got her away. (laughs) And (laughs) I also really enjoyed the... um, Okaboji trips in the summer when mm. we would go to Okaboji and we would play in the soccer tournaments. Oh, those, and, were those were um, fun. Especially when we would have water gun fights in the hotel. Yeah, Josie wasn't um, smart. She was dumb. <laughs> so I was, dad gave her, or dad had me give her a water gun to shoot him. And so she thought she was being sneaky and he came around the corner. It was basically a staged setup. Yeah, we had turned You're it telling the story wrong. Yeah. Around. It was a water gun that had a reversible nozzle, so you could turn the nozzle so that it would face the You're person. Telling it in a different shooting order. it. I'm telling it in the right order. There's no right. Well, there is if it doesn't make sense. So they. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell it. <laughs> <laughs> so they turn the nozzle on the water gun <laughs> so that it would face the person shooting it. And then they casually set it on the nightstand next to my bed. I was asleep. And then dad came into my room while I was asleep and shot me with a water gun, knowing that I would get up, see the water gun on the nightstand next to me, and then try to get him back. Except I got up. I grabbed the water gun. I went to get it back. And I probably shot it like five or six times before I realized it was hitting me. (laughs) (laughs) That one's fun. <laughs> <clears throat> one of my favorites was our Minnesota vacation. Well, this was when Mary Ellen and Randy came up, my aunt oh. and uncle and my cousin. Okay, so we went to <laughs> breakfast at this uh, restaurant in what's the <laughs> national park? Itasca. Itasca. And we're getting breakfast. We have this big table. Anyways, I don't remember what happened that was so funny, but my mom started laughing so hard that milk came out of her nose. And so then 
our entire family was just cracking up, except for my aunt, uncle, and cousin were sitting there straight faced, just so embarrassed by us, which made us all <laughs> laugh even harder. It was like we were in church and everyone was judging. It was back to that moment all over back again. Back to the church yeah. trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't have a, well, I do kind of have a specific one. My grandpa was a saint and he used to take us grandkids on wheelbarrow rides around the neighborhood. And I remember one in in particular where he had been teaching us about blue jays and cardinals. And so every time I see a cardinal or a blue jay feather, I feel like it's grandpa coming back to visit me. Grandpa's not a bird. Well, but he's just (laughs) dropping feathers to show me he's still there. I don't think that happens. Oh, well, let's get into that. You don't believe in signs? Do you ever see something and you think, oh, that's my mom? No. I haven't yet. No, she's right here. <laughs> what about my my text message that? alert goes off and I'm like, oh, that's probably my mom. Dreams, <laughs> I think, are, are, are a sign. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. Um, <clears throat> Do you remember the one dream that I had? And then like three days later, I told you about it. And then like three days later, you called me and said, that dream you had about my mom was on the anniversary of her death. Yeah. And we didn't even realize it. Yeah. Grandma liked me better than you guys. So you won't get It's just time. because you have red hair. You just <clears throat> no, it's the red hair. Well, and another good memory too, and it's going to sound weird, but another good memory was when my mom was dying, and she uh, made it a point to each one of her kids that were up there to um, pull their face towards hers and caress their cheeks with her hands and tell us how much she loved us, and I, that was. That was a really good memory. And that was a gift that I won't forget. She didn't love me when I visited her in the hospital. She asked, who the hell are you? (laughs) (laughs) I walked in and I said, hi, grandma, how are you doing? Who the hell are you? (laughs) And I said, I'm Josie, your oldest granddaughter. She goes, the hell you are. <laughs> Teresa walks in not five seconds later. Oh, hi, Teresa. And I think it was the freckles and it was the, the red damn hair. red hair. No. So what is what is the one thing that everybody gives you shit for? Being okay, eight. I was confused about this it, one. You have to answer it for yourself. Those are the rules? Yes. I mean, you can answer it for everybody else too. Whatever. This asked. is a free for all. Okay, let's start with Josie, so what do you feel like for you? And then if we feel like we want to chime in and say something, we can. So you guys get to speak on what I think is the thing you give me the most shit for. Yeah, because there might be other things. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe we could add to the list. (laughs) Uh, So mine is being stubborn and wanting to do things my own way all the time and always wanting to be in charge and not wanting anybody to tell me what to do. Yeah, we could go on vacation, and they could have perfectly designed how many people are in our family structure. Four bedrooms for each of our individual family structures. Painted our names on the door, and Josie still would find a way to tell us that a different <laughs> sleeping arrangement <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> well, that's why I get to the house first, so that I can go in and like assign the bedrooms to everybody before everybody else. No, gets she there. has them pre-assigned before we even get there, but then we get there. And she makes it up and like 
oh no, no, bedroom number one on the website is actually this room over here. <laughs> and she'll, because she doesn't want to admit she was wrong to start with. <laughs> but I definitely agree with the control scenario. <laughs> so I would agree with Josie that Josie has the take control boss <laughs> mentality in this. So what's the thing that you feel like people give you the most shit for? I know what I would say, but I would like to hear from you all. What we give you? We never prepared for that. I was just... Teresa's got a list. <laughs> I see her over there. She's like bubbling over with words and deciding what's appropriate to say. We can edit it out if it's not appropriate. If it's not appropriate. I feel like there's a... You need I, to I came up with my own thing that I felt like, and then later it hit me. I was like, that's definitely not what they're going to say. Well, Monica, I think, gets the most shit for being high maintenance. Although she's not high maintenance. She's not high. What? You think that? Everyone jokes about how high maintenance you are because Monica likes nice things, but she puts it on nobody else to make things nice for her. She does it herself. She... But where's the nice things? <laughs> it's, true. it's true. It's true. It's a good thing this isn't a video. <laughs> a webinar. Is that what they she call it? She also gets a lot of shit for um, being the goofball of the family. Like she's that child where Monica says something and everyone just ignores and disregards her because it's like, well, that's just Monica. I can be a little neurotic. Spastic. Overanalyzed. That's a nicer one. I like that better. Edit. <laughs> okay, what do you got? For you? Yeah. Um, overprotective when it comes to the kids. Wow, you guys have such nicer ones. I'm so glad you don't think of the ones I think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, overprotective. I'll take it. The nieces and nephews and my own children have all voted me probably the strictest of all the mm-hmm. moms in the family. Uh-huh. Do you have one, Mom? What do you feel like people I just do? Oh, for me? No, for me. Oh, We're talking about me right now. Over oh. analyze. Okay, what did you have for yourself? Yeah, what did you have for yourself? No, well, I'm now I don't s- want to say well, it. No, well, now, now you I have to. <laughs> just say one of them. I'll go with the better of the two. Okay. okay, so I thought you guys, it would be like about me starting projects that I don't finish or things that carry on for 10 plus years. Because that's I, just you. Yeah, but I mean, it's something you guys all yeah, get shit for. Yeah, but I just feel like that's like, yeah. How often do you hear it? Probably daily. I don't think I've ever (laughs) given you. Well, you don't. Do they? Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right, mom, what's yours? Well, I know you guys know what this is. It's like, I'm always talking to you guys about Using your sunscreen. Wear your sunscreen. <laughs> and taking vitamin D and making sure that you're getting your calcium intake. Why are you making eye contact with me now? But when you gave me compliments, you couldn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need to wear your damn sunscreen. I do. Look at I have no sunburn right now. Just a lot of freckles. You're one just big freckle. And I do it a lot. And so I know it probably irritates them, but. I've seen what happens when you don't do that. Also, you I think you probably think I'm a worrier and I'm over analytical too. And you, you are you are right about those two things. I am a worrier and I I overanalyze. <laughs> do you have anything? <laughs> 
I used to leave my mom's house after she would watch my kids when they were little. And I'd go home and I'd be digging into my purse or something. And I'd find a printout of an article on the hazards of feeding your children carrots or hot dogs <laughs> cut into bite-sized pieces. <laughs> she would just stick them in her they purse. They were choke hazards. It was like telling you in person she knew she only could go so far. There was a line. So then she'd print articles and tuck them into your... <laughs> into your bag <laughs> so maybe we do think that and maybe we are correct. <laughs> what about you trees i was the first one to say it being late i'm always late that uh, yeah mm-hmm. damn kids mm-hmm. <laughs> is it really the kids fault though no not usually <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you're impulsive hmm. oh definitely she's definitely impulsive and definitely late <laughs> you're definitely impulsive and you're definitely like, you definitely overextend yourself and you definitely yes. overcommit yes. yes yep always have uh, there's so much life to be lived so let's overcommit to everyone else so sure i don't get to live my own life so i don't enjoy, enjoy my life i overcommit you gotta make sure you can do everything if you're invited yes it's a yes you want to do everything on the same day that you're going to help somebody move and to cure cancer, and you're going to wallpaper the ceiling of your attic. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I might that have been late for stressful. everything. That sounds stressful. But I to completed me. them. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite meal that mom would make when we were kids? Pork tenderloin with an apricot glaze. I mushroom in it too. It was yes. So good. So good. And then also, Mm, what i didn't care for it but that's why i quit making it that's why we quit living at home that's <laughs> 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 i quit making the <laughs> she would have quit a long time ago <laughs> shoot also meatloaf sandwiches <laughs> and they were so good and i would always ask mom will you please make me a meatloaf sandwich oh sure sure and she'd make one and it had like Dijon mustard and salt and pepper and it was so much deliciousness and dad would always say you can make your own sandwich you don't need your mom to make a sandwich for you and mom would say she likes the way I do it I want to make my kids sandwiches if they like how I make it and I would just look at dad and smile take that <laughs> and then dad would say will you make me one <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. It's funny you said meatloaf sandwiches because I liked her meatloaf, peas, and green beans or um, potatoes, mashed potatoes. That's my favorite. There was something used to make in the crock pot called enchilada pie, and it was like a layered like enchilada thing in the crock pot, and you only made it like twice. I think Josie's I making this up. And that. well, Josie because I think mom didn't like it because she didn't like Mexican food, and then she claimed to have lost the recipe, so then she never made it again, and it was. It was my favorite thing I ever. I do like Mexican food. She just doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find that. It sounds good. It does. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, find it. We'll be you over on Thursday. I have lost, I've lost a favorite recipe of yours, too. Yeah, the you rhubarb did. muffins. Yeah, those chocolate chip rhubarb muffins. Delicious. I don't know where it is. I'm sure you can Google it and at I this point. I tried to Google it, and it, they're not the same. <clears throat> 
if our family was a band, what would our band name be? I'm going to let mom and Josie handle this one. (laughs) I'm just the project manager. (laughs) The only thing I could come up with, and Josie helped me with this, is there's not a homely one in the bunch because I'm always saying that when all of us are together and I'm looking at all my kids and my grandkids and I just say, there's not a homely one in the bunch. That's (laughs) the name of our The ultimate compliment. Yeah. Not a homely one in the bunch. Mine mine was, yes, we're related. <laughs> because we all three have a different color hair. And when we were kids, it was even more pronounced. My hair was super, super blonde. Monica's was really, really dark brunette. And Teresa's was really bright red. And as we've gotten older, mine has gotten... Everybody's a, gone gray, except I've, for me. I've gotten nope, a little nope, darker. Nope, nope, nope. And a little redder. And <laughs> Teresa's gotten a little grayer. But no gray. You bitches, there's no gray in this hair. You guys don't have gray hair. But people used to actually ask my mom if we all had the same dad. We were like the conversation of every, was it biology class? Is biology where you talk about Yeah, when you would do like genetics. Yeah, it was like, how did the Smith family, oh, edit. Are we allowed to be the Smith family? Everybody knows my name because it's my podcast. So yes. She's yes. not editing. <laughs> I'm not editing out we your name. Everything you say, you say edit with it. Because I feel like it's all inappropriate. No. Our name is inappropriate. Monica Smith is so common. <laughs> There's only a few of us. <laughs> Anyways, it was always coming down to the Smith family. And how d- how did this happen? With the dominant genes and the recessive genes. And how did it happen? We still don't know. <laughs> but yes, we are related. I did I did ask mom before we started just to confirm if Teresa had the same dad as the rest of us. And she said she was pretty sure. <laughs> I do. I think so. <laughs> Dad's bullied and so am I. <laughs> really unfortunate. <laughs> if you had to trade places with one person in this room, not anybody else, one person in this room for just a day, who would it be? And I don't why? want any of y'all's lives either. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said probably Teresa because I have a hot husband. <laughs> <laughs> and she thinks it would be fun to sleep with. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> conversation ever this goes back no we were talking about how he sleepwalks and like acts things out in his sleep and mom said he thought it would be really fun to sleep <laughs> fun to sleep with him but she doesn't because he just sleep talks editing <laughs> you can keep it in it's pretty funny that did happen I forgot about that. <laughs> Mom does not find this funny. She would like to revert back to her notes. Mom, why do you know my life? This is <laughs> I think I'd be more suited for your job, the kind of job you have. Mm. It's a lot to, easier. Yeah. yeah she doesn't do as too. much. Yeah. And I'm also not afraid of your dog. Or your I'm, children. Well, <laughs> two of them. I'm a little afraid of the three little boys, but they're really cute. <laughs> Um, and you also would have a bed for me to sleep in. <laughs> That's true. Not with her husband or with her husband. Oh, no. <laughs> right. There's an extra. What are you trying to say? You don't think we have beds? You think me and Josie are uncivilized and we don't have beds? 
you have a bed for your kids and one for you and you have your bed. But so we would trade. So you would have that person's bed. You're not oh. like, I want Josie's bed. There's too many animals. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, there's the animals are not allowed in my room. Well, I can't, I, so this question <laughs> is done. Alert. Throw the question out. I don't want any of you guys' lives. Yeah, I would take moms over you guys' because she, she's retired. <laughs> that's literally what my answer was. Mom's retired and she doesn't have to go to work. <laughs> I take moms, but then again, there's a lot that I don't. You have to make a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sack lunches for dad. Mm-hmm. And you have to wake up early and go for a walk in the morning and me don't get along. I don't want Monica's life and I don't want Josie's life. Same. Yeah. I don't want you to mess up my life. <laughs> <laughs> Monica really, doesn't even want really Monica's life. I don't want you messing in my life at all. <laughs> It's just a question. I'm not wanting to sleep, sleep with, with your husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am that. I just don't know about those kids. <laughs> Get her another sparkling water. You're going to need all this. Well, yeah. It's literally just click, click, delete. You told me it was harder than that. You're I wish if you're editing your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Click, click delete. <laughs> click, click, delete. Okay. If there was a part of your life you could delete, what would it be? Let's get deep. Screw this bullshit. <laughs> Let's get deeper. Mom, mom. <laughs> you thought of it. You go. What part of your life would you click, click, delete if you could? I had. I have to think about it. Monica, I didn't make notes on this yet. You, you know. Everybody knows they just don't know how to say it. <laughs> well, then they the <laughs> well, You act like you know what it would be. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> you just said everybody knows. Oh, I know what mine would be. Yeah. If I could go back and delete parts of my life. Sure. Absolutely. This is for another episode. Is it? See tags in the comment below. <laughs> This is a podcast. This is, is not this an not Instagram reel. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> I don't either. I hire people to do my marketing, but I'm learning little bits and pieces, but clearly not enough. Not well. You're not learning it well. <laughs> what would you delete? Would I don't know. I'm afraid if they deleted something, it would change the, the like the butterfly effect. Yeah. The whole. Yep. I think you gotta live it all. Nothing's perfect. And everybody makes mistakes, and, and then you learn by them, and life goes on. Now we're getting depressing. Well, are we going to do the last question? That might be kind of fun. I don't know what it was. Well, she said that was more question. That was well. I've thrown extra questions in the mix as we've been talking. If you didn't notice, so like the, if you won the lottery or something. Yeah. So the last question was, if you won the lottery, what would you do with it? And so, like right now, the last well, at least the last time What's I looked it up, is it like. 308 million. So the cash value of the lottery is 160 million. So if you want 160 million dollars, what would you do? I want to I want to answer real quick. Look, mom. That, no, I'm not going to answer mine. I just think Josie's answer is going to be the most selfish out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Josie's losing followers. <laughs> My answer would be to pay off everything and invest in a vacation home for our family. Make sure we have enough for retirement and then share the rest with my family. Yeah. And actually you could probably build a vacation home for all your kids. 
But we, we want one of, all together. Yeah, because we just want to all be together <clears throat> all, the all the time. Maybe not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> one big family bed. Mine is paying off everyone's houses in the family, including my own, and then investing in real estate. Um, and giving each family member, all siblings of both Brian and me and parents, a certain amount and splitting it and then investing um, in certain funds and plans. I don't know how to invest. That's why I have no money. And then setting some aside for all the kids, nieces, nephews, and kids. And one really big family trip. What would you do? Well, Teresa and I have talked about it before. So I feel like our answer, was, that's why I let her answer. Because it's basically the same. same answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, pay off everybody's mortgages. And I like mom's idea of having a vacation house where we all have. But I think you'd find like the money goes a lot faster, faster than yeah. you realize. Yeah. Um, I mean, $160 million after taxes is a pretty it's a pretty significant chunk of change. You could do a good amount of but stuff. But we all have really million. nice houses and large mortgages. <laughs> and really so pristine all areas. Have, we all have really, really high expectations of what we feel like we deserve in life. So what about you? Uh, I would buy a handful of investment properties. And then um, I would get a big property up in Minnesota where we could each, I would build everybody their own house on our property in Minnesota. That would be lakefront. Um, I want to be together. And we just do one really big house. I want to be together too. Maybe we can have one really big house in the middle and that'll be mine. And then I'll build you guys little houses around it. And then you can come and visit me. No, because Does you wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you would take the key or give us faulty keys and say that we have the key. And it wouldn't work. <laughs> and then we'd all have to face all of your animals. <laughs> um, and then I'd also buy a house in Sedona if I could find one. <laughs> And then a really nice RV or a really nice camper so that I could like travel and spend seasons at my various houses. You could borrow Depending Teresa's. on the seasons. I don't want Teresa's camper. They just fixed the roof so it only leaks a little. <laughs> <laughs> so soft. Because it leaks. So soft and fluffy now. Like Teresa. Just like you're... <laughs> talking really loud. I you're like way across the room. No, I just need a lot of space to rock back and forth. I think you just need a lot of space for your trunk. <laughs> So when we talked about what people give each other shit for, <laughs> Monica always says I have a hearty chortle. You have a trunk-like stature there with a hearty chortle. chortle. <laughs> what the hell is that? Means one, thick. <laughs> one time Brian told her she was solidly thick and he, and he thought it was, it was such a, compliment. a good compliment. <laughs> and then his sister is sitting right next to him and she's shaking her head and she's going, no, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a compliment. <laughs> so now I tell her she has a, a solid trunk and a hearty chortle. And then like two weeks ago, Brian said, you look really good for having twins and a, a almost 11 pound baby. And his sister again was there and she's going, again, not a compliment. Just keep it at you look really good. <laughs> <laughs> and then stop. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to add? What's your perfect date right? <laughs> I just can't look at Josie. What? <laughs> By What's myself. your perfect date night? What's your perfect date night? And then I looked at Josie and started laughing because <laughs> Josie's is non-existent. <laughs> Monica's is her inner two pants. <laughs> My perfect date, I guess, would just be like driving through the country. I don't know, just 
not walking through people's fields. <laughs> Maybe occasionally stopping and walking through fields. Exploring. Um, and I guess having the cup in the cup holder and food in my lap. <laughs> She's classy, everyone. <laughs> you guys called me high maintenance. <laughs> no, I thought that's what you were going to say about yourself. Because everyone always gives you shit for like, okay, we have to get a backslash on budget. And here comes Monica. Well, this one's only 10000 <laughs> And we're like, oh, okay, the budget was 500 <laughs> Well, I have good taste. We can't yeah. deny that. <laughs> What's your per- perfect date night, Mom? Just to go out to dinner. Oh, you get to live in every weekend. Mm-hmm. Mine would be Brian surprising me with a trip on a whim. Like I get home from work and he's like, hey, bags are packed. Get in the car. You mean like an Alicia Keys concert in Kansas City? That was not on a whim. If he would have done it on a whim, <laughs> I would have been excited. But the fact that he told me that we were going to an Alicia Keys concert on a Thursday night, which is a school night in Kansas City, and weren't going to get home till 2 a.m., then I had time to plan. And then I wasn't excited. When was this? Well, I canceled it. He bought tickets and everything. And I told him to sell the tickets. You're an awful human being. Well, Monica would have gone with him. There's no way I can come home at 2 a.m. on a school night. Yeah. Who's going to watch my kids till 2 a.m. on a school night? Not me. Not I'll live six houses down. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but you have Netflix. <laughs> we just have to put them in bed, right? <laughs> She almost successfully raised a couple. <laughs> they are alive. They are, yeah. Oh, know. yeah. I think that being married to us, anybody in our family, Josie's the only one that's not married. And it probably should be that none of us are because we're all very hard people to be married to. I would agree. <laughs> I think we're all pretty difficult, yeah. I think so. Mom doesn't think so. That just means your self-awareness is down. <laughs> Yeah, we're all pretty difficult. I think we're all very... I think the only reason that Monica, me, and you are married is because we found someone that is so laid back that they could care less. They don't have the energy to argue. Alan has the energy to argue. But um, he's laid back on different fronts. And I'm pretty. You don't think we're difficult to be married to? I I don't know. I'm not married to you. I'm not hard to live with. (laughs) <laughs> i am not hard to live with can we phone a friend <laughs> what do you think i'm doing with your dad <laughs> what do you think i'm doing too <laughs> i don't want to know <laughs> why are you so mad at me <laughs> well i'm not we're not <laughs> we get along fine well, speak exactly. for yourself. Have you met you Teresa? You doing all the talking and he's not. <laughs> Do you tell dad? Man, I feel bad for Brian. I'm sure you do. I know you do. Yeah, don't. But look, tells me. I'm waiting for you. We talk about it sometimes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I'm hard to be married to. And I bet you're the same. What? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the brawl. Josie warned you. <laughs> I have never said that Brian would have have it bad because he's married to you i have i have yeah i bet you have yeah i have i have not (laughs) i have not i didn't say bad i just said that oh i did 
I think that <laughs> I think that we are all very strong-minded. Speak our mind. I think we're all complex women. I'll say that. I think that's the best way to put it. We're all very complex. And I think it I think it takes a special kind of person to be able to compliment us and tolerate us. What are you doing to your husband? <laughs> I mean, you're easier to be married to because you at least Okay, like, maybe it's just you and I, Teresa. Yeah, you cook, you clean, like you provide. I feel like I mean Monica doesn't have like a normal traditional type marriage that takes a special person. And Teresa's Teresa. And I'm me. I'm hard to be married to. I am impulsive and I'm late all the time. And if I'm going to follow through, that's up to me. And if I'm not, then don't hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> no, then I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> Unless I decided later to do it. <laughs> and if I'm mad, I'm taking it out on you. I am hard. I'm moody. But I'm a lot of fun when I'm not. So 1.3% of the time. Your marriage is probably enjoyable. I just think we're all difficult to be married to because you raised us all to be very strong-minded, speak your mind, stand up for yourself kind of people. And so we do. I wouldn't want to be married to Josie. I don't think we're raised to be that way. (laughs) Mom's getting worried (laughs) and a little angry. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.